0: Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. Lock the gate! I'm Cody Crane. Here today, in a weird mood. Got my coffee. It's getting me feeling better. Watched The Masked Singer last night. You know, The Masked Singer's got me in a bad mood. Watching this show, I think I'm right about these people. I'm never right. It just keeps on happening. I, Taylor Dane was popcorn. I thought it was Cindy Lopper. Wouldn't that have been a good get? No, guess not. And jellyfish, Chloe Kim, Olympic gold medalist. Who cares? Oh, God, this has been this has been a rough day. But, you know, I'm trying to turn it around. I got my coffee. It's a mindset thing. I'm getting my mind (laughs) on tact right now. It's it's a whole thing, you know. But, you know, I'm bringing in someone here today to talk with me. Uh, usually the co-host of this podcast, you know, but, and we've had, uh, we've had, we've had problems in the past. I, I feel like we're not, we're not on the best terms. Uh, I see this person in like the clubs, we do comedy together sometimes. And I, I, I feel like there's something there. There's a little animosity, uh, uh, there he, he's, he's pissed me off. He's pissed me off. And maybe I maybe I haven't been the best guy to him either, but what I, I know, is that there's there's something there, and maybe we'll get to the bottom of that today. But he's got a new movie coming out. He's got a new movie. It came out last night at midnight, and it's on YouTube. The social media it's blowing up. YouTube. He's got Alfin around, and I got my buddy here. I got uh, Joel Edmiston.
1: Are you gonna play some blues guitar first?
0: Uh there I I didn't have the guitar with me today. I apologize. Uh it got uh, locked in the house, I was stuck in the garage.
1: Yeah. Hey, it's good to be here, Cody. Yeah, I mean, I I I I just remember that one time where uh I was on stage and you were backstage and you were you were yelling because you wanted to go on.
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. I I was saying I should be the opener and the headliner. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think that's the that's the beef he had with Kumail Nanjiani, was that Kumail was hosting and he was going long, and Mark freaked out at him or something. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I think, but if
0: we're to talk about the beef that uh, we had, Joel, it was of course what started this whole podcast and uh, me uh, voting you out of the comedy show.
1: Oh right, yeah, yeah,
0: that's so, our beef. Yeah.
1: For the context of, of the listeners, uh, Cody was doing a very accurate Mark Maron impression because we're doing a Mark Maron style interview today. Isn't that right? Yeah, we're doing a Mark Maron style interview uh,
0: with uh, my buddy Joel here, my typical co-host, um, my uh, life partner, my enemy, my Frenemy. friend of me, uh, my biggest disappointment and my biggest uh, appointment.
1: Yeah. Your biggest appointment. Your long your longest standing appointment.
0: Yeah, today at eleven was my biggest appointment was to record
1: with Joel. Um yeah, like we usually were a survivor podcast lately. We've been a merge uh so we've been we've always been a merge boot podcast. Lately we've been a mass singer podcast. Maybe we should change the name of our podcast to mask boot. Yeah, the mask boot. Who whose boot is that?
0: Who boot is that? <laughs> <laughs> but today we're doing an interview with Joel because Joel has a movie coming out he's or well he is out now I've heard yeah. coming out with this movie for so long that now it's out
1: yeah it's surreal that it's finally here people are watching it how does that feel um today I've been a little like I've just been trying to get retweets and trying to get uh, trying to figure out how to deal with this social media thing so i haven't really thought about it tonight i'm having like a zoom premiere and i think it'll really kick in then that it's happening um last night i was like it was like that moment in the social network when he he like starts facebook and then uh his friend is like are you crying mark are you praying and like he's like closing his eyes and he's like waiting looking at his laptop that was me last night did, um,
0: for the people at home mm-hmm. that uh, don't know
1: what is what's this all about? What's this movie about? My movie, as has been teased on this podcast here and there, the the listeners were the first public to really know about it, really. But uh, um, we break news
0: on Merge Boot.
1: Yes, it's a movie I've been working on since May. Um, around when survivor ended actually i i found myself with a lot of time on my hands in the lockdown so i decided to make a feature-length movie and the way i was going to do it was with just my voice the microphone that i'm using to record this podcast uh, license-free music sound effects and watermarked stock photos and what inspired you to do this um so, I was making Hobbiting Around videos, um, which were the same premise, but uh, a little lower fi, and I was uploading them to my Instagram, and I really liked making them that way. It was a really easy way to write. I was, like, making, like, four in a week or whatever. Like, I just was, like, it was just so easy for me to to create like this, and I felt like it was a very unique way of doing it. I didn't really see anybody else making <clears throat> videos quite like this and it was and it and i found it was i'm not an animator at all so it was a it was a way for me to have that sort of animation style anything can happen type uh writing um and i could make it all by myself and i could do it pretty quickly um but people were telling me and I, so like the first few got a lot of response and then the more i did them the less response it got so i was a little disappointed in that and I was like, I'm not just going to keep making these little videos for less and less engagement and have to promote it, promote them the same way every time. So I'm just going to make a huge one and then promote the hell out of that. Just, you know what I mean? Just like n- instead of like diminishing returns after a while, well, I am just make one big one and uh do it all by myself and that's the story you know like that's that's what people will talk about when it comes out you know there's like a, this guy made a movie so uh yeah that's how it sort of but, yeah. you uh
0: you got this thing it's a uh, 80 minutes long it's 80 uh, minutes yeah so a, a full feature length and all of these characters in there how many characters are you in this
1: oh i don't know cody uh more than twenty, maybe thirty characters I play in total um how many uh different pictures of Santa are there? Oh, hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of of I mean there's just uh, and including the ones where it's just the guys with no beard with Santa hats on like like oh gotta be over five hundred, like almost a thousand.
0: we need some number crunches on this, baby yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah hey i i had enough work on my hands i'm not going back and doing all the statistics
0: well that's the next thing we need a uh elfin around st- uh, stats video
1: uh Elfing around wikia yeah
0: get the get the nerds on that we got to get those stats people love the numbers people love going by the numbers yeah <laughs> um what's your uh this uh things come out now is that a big relief to you
1: Yes, I'm so glad it's out. I know the the work isn't over. I think I I, I announced it a bit too early, and I was I think I, I should have announced it maybe a little later than I did because the the month of promoting was felt so long. So it's it um it, it I'm glad that it's 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 out now, but the the work isn't over. I still I still have a lot to do to. Get people looking at this thing and more podcasts to record. Hopefully, I can get on more shows and stuff to promote this thing.
0: Well, Just you you saw that I posted it on Instagram.
1: I did. I I reshared it. Mm-hmm. You like and that? Yeah, it was good, and uh, it set up a good thing for people to listen to this podcast because you said, "Oh, I doubted him, but he did it." And I said, "Yeah, it's well documented on our podcast that he, um, um." It's well documented on our podcast that he uh, doubted me and I did. I mostly I, at, at a certain point I was doing it just to spite him, I said.
0: <laughs>
1: I I mean, sometimes I feel like uh, that's what hobbiting
0: around was, was to spite me. And now making a full feature movie of this was to spite me. But here you are. And your uh,
1: what's what's your big goal with this? don't know dude i want it i want people to see it i mean i i I don't need to make money from it at all and i i've i don't think i will um i would like to kind of like make the wave like at the beginning of the year i wanted to make like you know you think about what what's this year going to be like not knowing what this year was actually going to be like i i I said oh i want to make waves in the comedy community i want to you know make a bigger name for myself in stand-up comedy or whatever right so this was i mean other than the fact though too i wasn't allowed to do stand-up comedy this year and i have a need to perform a need to create you know we're artists we do that's what it's like and i don't have a job in the arts right now I'm, i'm not in a writer's room so I want to make my mark and I don't have, I mean, I've been, been doing up comedy for, you know, over four years now, and there's not much to show for it. You know, I have a few good clips and blah, blah, blah. Like, so when it's, when I can't perform live, I can't remind people that, um, of the work I'm doing and, and of the art I'm creating, um, other than, you know, clips that I've already shared, of my standup, um, I got to do something to, to to remind people that I'm still creating and I'm, I'm, I'm still here. And, and I mean, uh, I, I could get really philosophical about this with the, the, I mean, with the, what content creating has sort of become and I've sort of tried to track it. And obviously I'm behind on stuff. I'm not on TikTok And that's so huge right now. Um, and Twitter frustrates me. I, I don't, I haven't really cracked it quite yet. And, you know, I have friends that are like tweeting jokes all the time and, you know, getting huge engagement all the time. And it's like, a, A, their, their jokes are better than mine and B, you know, their, their engagement is, is off the, uh, like so much better than mine. Um, so, I didn't really feel like I was a Twitter comedian as well. I mean, I feel like I'm funny on Twitter sometimes and I do have, you know, some people that like my tweets and stuff, but I don't, the way I decided I was going to make a wave this year was not on Twitter, which some people have done. And, and, and that's, great for them and and not on tiktok and i was gonna do my own thing and it's not like i'm like the platform i'm using is youtube the platform i used was a platform i created myself like i made a movie so that's basically what this is yeah what you did was a definitely a
0: product of quarantine right like if this was to come out in a different year or like a year prior where there was no quarantine we'd think you're an insane person for making this but because probably, it, probably, yeah. <laughs> because it's quarantine, you know, you have you have the time to uh, uh, make something like this, and uh, use what you have accessible and um, kind of uh, just make with what you have, right? Yeah. Um, and do you think that? It's something. Would you like this to be something that catches on? Making uh, films in this style. Would you be pissed off if other people uh, made movies of this style? Now, if like people in the community did.
1: Hey, I'm sure like this isn't. This is a very low-fi technology. I, I I can't make claim of this. I think I I may I might have invented some styles of doing it. But I I, I like the Ken Burns effect on the iMovie has been being used for uh several years um decades, and uh I did not invent that so uh, but if, but if, if, anything- if other people make movies like this, then fine I, I doubt anybody's gonna have the the stamina to to make an eighty minute movie like I did, but well,
0: yeah. uh, you'd be surprised, I think some of our listeners might be getting that stamina right now, building themselves up, yeah, I mean, it's possible,
1: I did it, so um
0: go for it. <laughs> I I mean maybe I could uh, do one on Aussie's hog. There's all these different pictures I have portfolioed now.
1: Right, right. Should we let's let's wait to the end to get back into uh, uh, the Aussie's hog update for, <laughs> for 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 for. Well, we'll wait for till the end and we'll we'll give. Well, if there's any new listeners, we'll tell them about Aussie's hog and then we'll uh, we'll give them the 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 update. How about that?
0: Yeah, but I'm just saying that maybe, like with all of these pictures that I have of Ozzy's hog,
1: right? From uh, okay, for the new listeners, uh, uh, there's a there's a, a Survivor player named Ozzy, and uh, Co- Cody's been on his OnlyFans. He just got an OnlyFans, and Cody has been screenshotting all the pictures of Ozzy's penis, and uh, Cody is, uh, in, in, say, I guess, implying that he'd like to make a movie where different pictures of Ozzy's penis talk to each other or something like that. Or maybe his penis is a character and one of the balls is the character. Is that maybe what you're Yeah. Our
0: about? heroes like the uh, three amigos.
1: Yeah. I like that. Cool. <laughs> They're Yeah, that's good. Hey, I, I mean the, the, this talk of penis, if anybody's seen the movie, you shouldn't be surprised. Okay. There's a lot of, uh, Penis stuff in the movie, I suppose. Yeah. Do you think my talk of Ozzy's hog has inspired this over the years? We haven't talked. We've been talking about Ozzy's hog for just weeks now. Not. Yeah. As long as I've been you think you it add, around? Did you add a scene? No, no, uh, Cody. Uh, I'm, I'm, I am like, I probably had those scenes in uh, in June or July before.
0: Well, do you think that anything in it uh, you thought of me while you were doing it?
1: Uh, do you want me to say yes? No. I, I don't. i just <laughs> well, curious. Well, I will say, I mean, Cody, you have a podcast called Spooked, and uh, I've been on quite a few times, and uh, it's you improvise stories. And I, the character I fall in often when we tell those stories, not all the time, but is like this – guy that will do anything um, to get what he wants and he doesn't like no moral compass just like the the only thing is just getting to there's one thing he wants and he'll fuck over anybody in his way and like find creative ways and usually the logic is very strange and those are the characters that, that I fall into and I think I cracked that character in Elfing Around Santa Claus is that guy um well
0: I, I, I think that maybe that's just me you're just playing me,
1: haunted by oh, okay. that merge boot uh, elimination. Sure. Somebody did say to me recently too that everyone is always arguing in this movie, so every character there's no conversation in this movie that isn't an argument. <laughs> so you know, I'm the, starting to the think antagonizing so. relationship we have maybe. I'm which starting a, to which think. A, I will say we haven't argued very much in the in the Mass Singer um uh coverage because i don't think either of us care uh uh, as much about massinger as we do about survivor but uh
0: well yeah and i mean i think we've uh we've argued a little bit you were against me talking about ozzy's hog at first and now you're all in on me talking about ozzy's hog we've uh, i know i
1: i'm fascinated by it i can't i can't wait for the update (laughs)
0: Um, let me ask you this, Joel. Uh, what's your biggest fear with this? Um, my biggest fear.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: uh, now that it's released, what's your biggest fear? Well,
1: while I was making it and I say this as much as that, Oh, I was afraid. I was afraid people would think I was weird for making it. And, uh, partway through the movie, I, I introduced myself as a character in the movie and talk to the audience and uh, to tell them, I hope you don't think I'm weird and give them all these reasons why I'm not weird. So that kind of took it off my back a bit. Uh, um, uh, But I mean, so that was my fear for a lot of it that people would think I'm a weirdo or a loser, but at the same time, everybody's shut in doing whatever they want right now. I mean, that's your charm,
0: been... though, Joel, is that you're a weirdo loser.
1: Yeah. Okay. Thank you um, for saying that part, especially the loser part. I loved hearing that. Um, well, it's your charm. <laughs> what's what's my fear? I don't know. I <laughs> I, I don't really have a, a fear right now. There's nothing. The fear would be, I guess, to to what I I, I think there's a there's a joke about the Bechtel test in the movie, and I hope that people don't get mad about that. I guess. Right.
0: So you're hoping that a joke doesn't uh, make waves in the wrong way. Maybe. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a, I don't think it's punching down the joke. It's 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 calling attention to the fact that because I'm a man, I can't have any like I, I can't have any proper female representation in my movie. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> And because I'm the only actor and the only writer and the only director, I can't really have that sort of thing yes so do you think that otherwise i think that's very important i think Beck Beck tests and and things okay well when i'm watching
0: this thing you know um i think that it could almost just be um audio too do you think you would just release just an audio version
1: Uh, i've thought about that yeah i did have a lot I, i ended up having a lot of fun making the images um so I think going forward, I would probably do that again, the, the the stock photo stuff, because it was really fun. But the movie was an audio movie first. And that's what took the longest. That's what took May to September was creating an 80-minute audio movie. And then after that, that's when I added all the images. So, and basic, like, I think there are two parts where, the images speak for themselves completely. And then I started adding in visual jokes, but there are two parts in the audio movie that might not make sense because there's no image there, but everything, the story is told totally completely through an audio. So, and I kept thinking, Oh, people are cynically like, Oh, people don't watch movies anymore. They're just on their fucking phone um, so much and scrolling and while they're listening to a movie. Right. So I was thinking, this movie will make sense to them if they're on their (laughs) phones because it's all, it's all there. But I think, I do think that the images make it better. So I do want to do like audio, like audio sketches and stuff like that. I think I I've, I've learned a lot about sound effects and stuff like that and telling a story that way. So I would like to do it, but I did, I, I do think that the, the images are completely necessary.
0: So uh, you're referencing what you would do next time and what you would continue to do. Um, are you planning on doing it again, making another one?
1: I, I don't think I would commit to making another feature-length movie right away. I do want to do more things like this, but not not this huge um, for another little while. I want it to be special. Again, for when it when I do do it, um, you know, give it some time. I maybe would make another movie. Like th- I would like to make another movie. That's for sure. Maybe not like this. Right. I want. But- I want to start calling myself a filmmaker. You know. Yeah. So you want uh, a
0: full uh, feature live action kind of deal, or? I would love to do that. Yeah. You think that uh, you would have a part for? I don't know, co-host.
1: Yeah, you can play the part of co-host.
0: Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. You can be like uh, Shaq's character in Hubie Halloween.
1: That's a good, that is a good uh, scene. I do love that scene. As <laughs> documented on our episode about Hubie Halloween. Yeah, I, I think, um,
0: I was watching last night. Um, I don't know if you've watched this uh, series on Netflix, uh, the movies that made us. Do you no. watch them? Um it's good you should watch it uh but they just came out with a second season which they've made a whole new block for cuz it's now the Christmas movies that made us so it's is breaking it, down Christmas movies Is it
1: Joe Dante cuz I know Joe Dante has a podcast called Movies That Made Us is that is Joe Dante involved in that?
0: Um maybe he is I- I'm not sure to be honest I only worry about the movies themselves.
1: You don't care about Joe Dante?
0: I don't care about the filmmakers.
1: Okay, do you know who Joe Dante is? Do they they talk about gremlins in the Christmas movies that made us?
0: I've only watched the first episode and it was Elf. I know the uh, first season was like Dirty Dancing. Um, It was Home Alone, Die Hard.
1: Those are Christmas movies.
0: Yeah, it, it ended up having a lot of Christmas movies on the regular one too, which I was like, oh, "Okay, that's they could have." I don't know,
1: but yeah, anyway, like whoever made this is just obsessed with Christmas. Would so, you call Elfing Around a Christmas movie? Yeah,
0: yeah. Why? Why wouldn't you?
1: Because there's no Christmas in it.
0: <laughs> yeah, because but it's Christmas characters, Christmas characters. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, you can't have Santa
1: and not call it a Christmas movie. It's true. I mean, I'm glad I got it out before Christmas, but it's not I wouldn't. I, I've been telling people it's, not, it's really not really a Christmas movie, but people have been selling it as such. But yeah, after, after... it's
0: called Elfing Around, uh, the poster's Santa on it. And it's just a Christmas movie. What like what are you talking about?
1: Okay, I know, but there's just no Christmas in it. You never actually get to Christmas. They don't celebrate Christmas in the movie. It doesn't
0: matter, though. It's all Christmas characters. These are all characters from Christmas lore. Hey, who made it? What? Uh, I don't know. Who did make this? Can you remind me again? I know that David
1: you- Fincher. David know-
0: <laughs> Fincher's elfing around. I know that you did the voices, you did the audio, you did the editing. Uh, I know that you did the directing, but did you do the writing too?
1: <laughs> yeah, I did. Did the whole fucking thing. Did Nobody you... helped. Um, <laughs> My but girlfriend any... helped. <laughs> oh, she did. I lo- she, she listened. She listened to uh, the movie as I made it. And there was one point where she was like, you have to change that. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you're right. Oh, was it a bad joke? It was like uh no, it was more of an implication, um uh, <laughs> yeah, are <laughs> you willing to say it for our audience, the deleted
0: scene? We're gonna get into spoilers later, right? Well, we might, I don't know. Do we want to get into spoilers?
1: Yeah, we can do like a spoiler free talk i mean we're're we're, we're in our spoiler free talk right now, and then we'll do we'll we'll get into spoilers later.
0: the spoiler zone. The spoiler zone. Um, so anyways, I was talking about this uh, show, the movies that made us, and they were talking about Elf was the episode that I watched and how Elf came to be, which was a insane story in its own right. But the writer of it became a writer because he loved Christmas movies so much. He always wanted to make a Christmas movie. Is that the same thing that happened to you making this Christmas movie? Because I know you're a horror movie guy. Are you a Christmas movie guy?
1: When this started out I thought that it was going to be a horror movie because I didn't have a script. I was as I was recording it I was writing it basically. So the first 10 minutes of the movie you are given five different ways that this movie could go. And one of those things is that there's a a a, a guy killing elves. There's somebody that's a lot of elves are ending up murdered so you were doing this all improv it was completely improv yeah spooked i mean near the end yeah like spooked and near the end it um it kind of i like i started writing in my head more i knew what was gonna what i was gonna do as i sat down to, to record it but you know i found jokes in the moment i found like the writing was the recording basically and there was no rewriting I was like the one of the only times I did it was when Mimi said you have to change that. That's the only time I went back and changed that. Not the only time, but like, there like I did not go back and change anything once right. once I recorded it, and it was like five minutes away from where the last thing was. As soon as it got past that point, it was it was set in stone what it was going to be.
0: It was done. Mm-hmm. Um. So back to asking though. Are you a Christmas movie fan?
1: No, 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 When I was a kid, I did like Christmas movies. I I got into that. I liked going to the theater to see Christmas movies and stuff like that. That that felt cool. I loved. I I still remember going to see Elf. Um, saw the Santa Claus movies in the theater. Maybe not the first one. Mind I'm too young, but. Uh, um, nowadays I don't watch Christmas movies, but I do like Christmas adjacent movies. I, do, I like, I like kind of winter, uh, uh, action and horror movies. Um, cause I like, cause the thing about Christmas that I do kind of like in movies is that it's like, and it's, and it's something about Christmas that kind of bothers me in real life is that is that it's like this, like assumed thing. Like it's a, like it's this tradition that needs to happen. And, uh, everything is in place and we do the same thing every year. Um, So, and, and for a lot of people, that's very comforting um, and stuff like that. But for other people, it's like anxiety inducing and they think it's for a um, like this goal of like coming together and, you know, celebrating Christmas. But then I, I like you do so much preparation for this Christmas day, Christmas morning, Christmas dinner, and so often I get the vibe with my uh, family, aunts and uncles and stuff, is that when Christmas finally comes, they, there's like a sigh of relief. like oh, it's, it's, it's here. And it was like, I mean, you were preparing for this moment. Why are you like, it, it's like, it's not like they, it, it, I don't know. Now, now I'm on a rant, but anyway, but what I like about Christmas adjacent, adjacent movie is that like, there's a movie going on on its own, but in the background is like this real life thing of, people getting ready for Christmas, and Christmas decorations going up, and, you know, it's just the vibe, you know? Totally like Die Hard. Yeah, and Shane Black, um, m- like most of Shane Black's movies, even Iron Man 3 well, have has Christmas in it.
0: Do you not have a Christmas movie that you watch every year? Lethal Weapon. And uh, Die Hard. Lethal Weapon and Die Hard. You're like, I gotta watch those ones every Christmas.
1: Yeah. I love. You don't those. watch
0: Elf, Christmas with the Cranks? No. But... With Christmas with the
1: Cranks. I hate that movie. That sucks. I saw that in the theater, though. I
0: liked it as a kid. He gets Botox, remember?
1: Yeah, it's a weird movie.
0: You ever think of incorporating a scene like that into Elfing
1: Around? There is a body. There is like a kind of a plastic, not plastic surgery, but there is a body modification scene in it. If you remember. Yeah, but not Botox. Botox is no. just like a freezing, right? If I, if I thought of, you know, having a Botox, I would I would put it in Botox. Probably it, it, it would fit in the world. What what like as do you want? You wanted me to do an homage to Christmas with the cranks.
0: I need I was watching the movie and I needed some more Christmas with the cranks references. What,
1: I found about 10 to 20. You, what references did you uh, catch? Uh,
0: there's the one where, um, Santa goes to the grocery store and there's a turkey there and everyone's battling for that last turkey.
1: No, that doesn't happen in the movie. I'm, I'm actually honestly asking, did you catch any movie references in the movie?
0: Uh, no, not Christmas with the cranks. Uh, any movie. I'm bad at catching references to movies though.
1: I tried to uh, another challenge for myself in this was not to like rely heavily on references, like no characters were allowed to come from any other thing. Like a a hobbiting around was like Frodo interacting with Tony the Tiger and shit. Like this, like I was creating my own characters.
0: Right. I. I mean, yeah. I. I'm not very good at catching references, especially. (laughs) It's okay. So, yeah, I didn't. Um, I don't think so.
1: But yeah, no, I, I I I like Christmas adjacent movies. But and we watched the Family Stone recently. I don't love the sort of like cheesiness of Christmas. How it's like the time where you fall in love. Like I liked Happiest Season for the kind of like this is the, like the the traditional of it and like the anxiety of Christmas. Basically, what about but the holiday? uh that movie's long is what i remember oh wow. uh what a As yeah what
0: a... a jingle all the way
1: my sister that was her favorite movie growing up and she watched that all year long every night
0: do you do you not like and jingle shared, all the we way we shared we shared
1: a room for a while and and what the the year that we were sharing a room was the year that she watched jingle all the way every night
0: do you not like jingle all the way
1: I think it's. I, I think if I watched it now, I would have nostalgic feelings for it, and I think it would. I do kind of like Arnold in in Comedy Zone, but I mean, Jake Lloyd is an annoying uh, actor, I would say, and that's putting it lightly. What
0: about Sinbad?
1: Yeah, Sinbad. I, I remember him in that movie. That's good. Did you think about um, <laughs> at one
0: point? in elfing around you could have had an additional voice in there just by having someone do a cameo and saying the exact line you needed what do you mean like you could have had like went to sinbad's cameo and put in like oh say this word for oh
1: get him and do a cameo oh i see what you mean like get him to do yeah Yeah. (laughs) and then he could have been exact voice in the yeah I i i don't know what And then on the post contract with cameo, that would be funny if 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 that I'd I probably would get sued. The only other name would be you and Sinbad. (laughs) Yeah, Joel Edmiston, and Sinbad, Gilbert Godfrey, (laughs) Johnny Fairplay.
0: You you could have a big cameo one. I mean, especially because the way you're doing it, right? Like you're not spending uh, money on this. You're spending a lot of time, which is of course money. But um if you were just yes, time to, is money. If you were just to put in uh two hundred dollars on cameos, you could have so many cameos in the movie.
1: Yeah. That would be that I mean it's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> I see for the next the cameo movie, you. like your your whole budget of your movie goes into trying to like make a feature-length movie with uh celebrities on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a funny idea
0: yeah there we go there we go we're sparking baby Mm -hmm. that's the next one (laughs) um so uh joel now that this uh movie is out are you taking a break are you relaxing now what's the next plan do you want to do something different right now
1: well i shot some footage of something in the summer with my friend hanif and i'm probably going to edit that together that'll probably be about a four minute short film um and uh, so that'll be out relatively soon and uh yeah and a couple other things on the horizon working with other people i mean but i also do like the idea of having like my own thing like you know maybe someday you know having like gaining making an album of just audio sketches I, I wanted to maybe do more and then maybe with those audio sketches i can have like i can make you know visuals with to them with the stock photos but um otherwise you know i do i do like the idea of having my own thing um do you got this thing on imdb I tried I tried but it, it's it's hard. It's they, and they kept uh, sending it back. I don't think it's I don't think it's on yet. It's on it's on Letterboxd. Right. Oh, it is. Yeah. You can review it on Letterboxd.
0: Did you review it? You must have reviewed it. Yeah, I gave it 5 stars. Yeah, you gave it 5 stars. I I know Joel enough that, to know that he reviewed it right away. Uh, oh yeah,
1: I, I reviewed it at 12:15 last night. <laughs>
0: Let me uh, check this out. Oh, yeah. If you just put Elfing in, you're the uh, one to come up. Yeah. Um, let me officially give it five stars now. If um, uh, you uh, want to watch on there. On Letterbox.
1: Yeah. Um, people on their watch, li- putting it on their watch lists. I didn't write a full review
0: right now, but I gave it five stars. Cool. I'd uh, love
1: if you reviewed it later.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll 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 see. We'll see. What did you think of the movie? Did you like it? Was it is that a genuine five stars? That's that's a genuine five stars. Would I give it a genuine five stars? That's that's uh, one thing I want to say before I uh, talk to that is the poster is very uh, the Santa Claus. Is it you got the same border? I think like the same font, he's just standing in the middle of his, right?
1: Okay, I, I, I modeled my, um, the the poster off of uh, Jaws.
0: Oh, okay, I see that too. Yeah, um, I a lot of movies back then had those. Not that Jaws and the Santa Claus came out at the same time, but uh, had that. Yeah, they, they
1: were contemporaries. <laughs> they battled it out at the box office. Um,
0: but uh, yeah, so. Uh, would I give a genuine five stars to Alpha around now I think that um, I think that I would have to review it in a different way because it is so different um, than other movies because in another movie of course you have all of these like pictures and you're uh, using those so are they moving pictures that's the question um I think I'm going to give it a genuine four stars for my buddy, Joel.
1: Oh, that's nice. Thank you, buddy.
0: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But on letterbox, you'll see a five star. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was your, uh, let's, let's talk spoiler free. Let's, let's have some fun. Let's just talk about the movie.
0: Right. I'm mean, uh, Not
1: spoiler free. This is the spoiler wall. Don't go any further. If you haven't watched the movie. <laughs>
0: You've just entered the spoiler zone. Bah, 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 bah,
1: bah. Ooh, spoilers. You, you, you. I'm Michael Kane.
0: Um, yeah, so I think with uh, uh the movie, one of the big things for me was uh like man oh spoiler man. Spoiler alert. Um keeping uh, keeping up with you like your energy is so fast and loose in this movie, like uh, keeping up with you and it, like, it's moving so fast. Like you're, you're a machine in this thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Oh, like every once in a while, it'll, qu- it'll click with you and you're like, wait, what the fuck? We're here. What the <laughs> fuck is going on? Um, so I think, uh, it, yeah, we got, uh, wow
1: yeah I well I like that idea of like um the dramaturgical rule like every every line has to contain new information in it, and yeah. what if like every line has to give a new plot thing like every line takes us to a new place like I like the idea of that like not mm-hmm. not being stagnant for too long. And I think this is like if you have ever listened to an episode of
0: Spooked with Joel on it imagine the story but it's just Joel I th- I think that is exactly what it yeah. is imagine the story but it's just Joel and <laughs> no one else is around and I,
1: I, I do sometimes feel bad when I'm unspooked because I so often like change the direction of the story completely I mean yeah so I think like watching it uh,
0: and being like knowing that I have done this style of story with you but I've had to like reel it in yeah. and just watching you on your own. No one is reeling this thing in. You're just keep on going more and more and more and more and more, um, which works uh, and uh, stressed me out at times um,
1: and then uh, made me proud at times. Well, that's nice. I think the, the character that tries to slow down the movie is is Blim Blim the Elephant. He he sort of like was the jolt like my my dramaturgical voice being like, Okay, slow it down. Somebody needs to call Santa out on his bullshit. Like this that was the character of like in my eyes, the elephant is the audience surrogate. <laughs> uh, even though he has some character quirks of his own. How many people die in this movie? Almost everybody, everybody in the world dies. Yeah, but I want, I want to know. I also the, set it up that everybody can come out back as a ghost and a ghost of a ghost. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, was uh, was that inspired
0: by your belief in ghosts?
1: Uh, no, it's all just plot contrivances. Try to get. People who have died back already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, but you do believe in ghosts, right?
1: Kinda. I I, yeah. I like the idea of them.
0: Yeah, you're always on the. I I've asked you this obviously before, being on the other podcast. But you're you always seem to be on the fence with it. Like you don't want to fully commit.
1: Well, because I I don't I don't think I believe in the traditional sense of a ghost. Like I don't believe in like poltergeists and haunted houses. No, and like no, no. Um, like I, I think the term, whoever those conjuring people are, I think they're quacks and stuff like that, you know. Like,
0: yeah, I think the term ghost is so vague, right? Like, yeah, because uh, there's so many different beliefs with it and whatnot. And I, I, I have my own very specific thoughts, but
1: I think I, my, my, th- I think I've said as much on your podcast, but my thought is that it would be very self centered for us to think that we're we have a full understanding about how existence works um, um, and how, and we, as if we have a full understanding of how the afterlife works. So I think something, something must be going on. Yeah. I think that's
0: the kind of statement that would piss off my co-host and uh, past guest of the podcast, Damien. Um, sure. But doesn't piss off me at all, Joel.
1: No, I know. I'm I, I think I'm I'm a traditional agnostic. Like I, I like I'm 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 like a, I don't I, I don't I don't throw my fist in any direction. Like I don't put my fist down. Like I'm I'm totally up for interpretation. I'm, I'm i I listen to when people talk, you know. But if 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 a scientist said to me that ghosts exist and here's how, I would I would be very interested to hear that. <laughs> um, I, 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 there
0: are scientists that do believe in ghosts. There's a lot that obviously don't, but there are some that do, and there's like uh, PhDs for uh
1: parapsychology and stuff like that. So, interesting, interesting. I want to talk to them.
0: Yeah, we we had one on uh for our Patreon for the other pod. Um, okay. One day we'll get you on one of those ones too, talking to those people.
1: Sure. I'd love to. <laughs> um uh, Cody, um what well, who was your favorite character? I mean it's got to be Santa. Other than who is your favorite tertiary character? <sighs> Oh my god. He didn't watch the movie, did he? No, I I watched
0: it. I watched it. <laughs> I, I mean Yeah. I did watch it. This uh,
1: it is something that I do need to watch again cuz it goes by so fast that I Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. It's a very dense uh, 80 minutes. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um then there's a lot of characters, I guess. Yeah, I mean, and some of them are only there for very briefly. Um, so many of them are elves. Oh, not that many. Well, there's quite a few. At the beginning, yeah, but only one of them is has is any significance, really. But they're Skeet. all they're all
0: significant to me. Skeet the drunk elf. Um, yeah, but I think that. Uh with it santa is the best one
1: he's a good gr- i i had a lot of fun being santa i have a lot of fun being absolute assholes i w- i love watching absolute assholes in movies and i i had so much fun cuz he's basically a sociopath like he he'll do anything he you know kills people and doesn't even think about it afterwards <laughs> i
0: I think that uh, what uh, people realize when they watch this movie is it it was a similar feeling to me as when I was listening to uh, Chris Locke and Sean Cullen's uh, special the first time, either uh, like comedy album. Oh yeah. Where you take all of this information in, you're enjoying it, you're laughing and everything. And then by the end of it, I feel like I could watch it again and it will feel fresh to me. Oh, that's nice. because that's it's it's just so much to take in you're enjoying it and but it's it's so much to take in that your brain just like kind of wipes it at first and i think when i watch it again i'll be like oh yeah i remember this now
1: yeah yeah it's uh it was similar for me making the movie as well i would I would be making it and then forget that something else happened in the thing and I'd have to go backwards and listen to that to remember. Because I was trying to, you know, if I threw uh, up a, you know, as they say, an offer for myself, I'd was try i try to tie it in a bow through the movie. Like, once I get to a certain point, the second half is trying to tie all the loose ends up.
0: Right. I, did you... Okay, so... You, uh, in the process, halfway through, you stopped and then you, uh, re listened to the whole thing, or?
1: Well, I kept going back and re listening. It wasn't, it wasn't like a one thing. Well, I didn't do it in one go. It was, it was, you know, a constant thing. Mm -hmm.
0: Um, yeah, I, I imagine that while you're doing it, I mean, like, it's the same thing when we do, like, um, when we've done improv together before i like i don't remember any of it after like when your brain is just going and you're rambling these things off you know yeah you yeah it's
1: it's hard when it's when it's actual improv like i I, i've never really done proper improv on stage that that Mm -hmm. that now you want to talk about a fear i do i i i do not want to be participate in bad improv um, like I don't want it to to like a something to go stale on stage like that and be like, oh fuck, how do we get out of this? Um, but uh, in in a way, I was able to do have that sort of looseness of and looseness and funness of a of like a an improvised uh, scene, but uh, be able to write at the same time.
0: Right. Um.
1: What? <laughs> At
0: first, I was like, um, and then I was like, "Hey, let me hold it and see what he thinks."
1: <laughs> is this? Is that? A, you're you're getting into character as Mark Maron.
0: I'm getting into I'm getting into character. I'm going. If you
1: were Mark Maron, you'd be asking me about my dad right now.
0: Yeah, well, I did try to ask you about your uh, biggest fears with it, but I feel like you're not right. uh diving into your fears. What What is the relationship with your dad? <laughs>
1: relationship um (laughs) he's gonna watch this movie and he'll probably like it um because santa's
0: father christmas is that representing your dad does your dad go around murdering people
1: no i hope not not that i know of but it's the quiet ones it's always the quiet ones are you skeet is skeet you are the drunk elf um i wouldn't say so no, I think the character I, I, who's me in this movie is Blim Blim the Elephant, because you could. You but I could. don't have a I don't have a violent ex stepfather, like Blim Blim the Elephant does. You, uh, Joel, you used to, uh,
0: you you've gotten, uh, sober. Like you went sober, um, in your life uh, in the past. I don't think you're sober now, but you went a long I'm period. I'm sober
1: of- currently as we're doing this podcast. I,
0: I think you're fucking off your chair i drink uh,
1: beer i i'm a beer i'm still yeah, a, I, I but went you went a long
0: drinking. time you went a long time sober too right mm-hmm. um so maybe skeet you know could have been what you thought of yourself while you were drinking
1: it, i guess i don't know skeet skeet um uh talks about um not remembering last night or the night before or the night before or the night before and how he, how the only thing he remembers from a certain night is the shit he woke up with in his bed the next morning.
0: You, and you had these situations where you constantly woke up with shit in your bed.
1: I never shit myself. I never, never shit myself.
0: Is, is it a fear of yours to wake up the next morning and not remember?
1: I hate doing that. And I used to do it a lot, actually, but I don't.
0: So once again, similarities to uh, skeet. And well, that's why I only drink beer now is because I hate blacking out. And so now do you think that uh, why are you doing this? Well, well, you wanted me to get to the personal bits.
1: No, I didn't. I thought I I made a joke that you were being you're doing an impression of Mark Maron. I, I'm, I was making a joke. I didn't say, I want you to ask me about my dad. I was like, if you were Mark Marin, this is where you would ask me about my dad. What,
0: what character would your dad be?
1: I don't know. He's not a character. Maybe. <laughs> He's David.
0: What, what makes him more David than uh, Santa?
1: <laughs> He's not Santa. <laughs> Nobody is Santa. That character doesn't exist. Any he... and also Santa doesn't exist. Sorry for all our kitty listeners out there. What I
0: know about your dad is he's a complete sociopath. What
1: the hell? Why are you talking? Mark Marin doesn't do this. <laughs> he would maybe do that if he was like interviewing. Uh... Hmm. If he was interviewing Martin Sheen, or uh, no, who? <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're uh, trying to think of like getting to Charlie Sheen as the so yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: But <laughs> you think that Charlie Sheen's Martin Sheen's dad? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um uh Joel, what do you want people uh to take away from this?
1: Um I hope they like it. I hope they I hope <sighs> I hope that people can, can look at it at a, with an open mind and see it as a real movie. That's what I want, As I want people to, s- to see it as an actual thing and a necessary movie that I made. Like, it, like talk about it in conversations as it's actually a movie, you know what I mean? Like, not as if it's just, like, a dinky little project. Like, it, like I want it to be a real movie, basically.
0: So would that be a big fear if people didn't consider it to be a movie?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I kind of thought about it as, yeah, as as less than because it was only made by me. But I I would like it to be talked about as a movie. Uh, there was a review that came out today. The only review that I, it starts with, I was prepared to hate Elfing Around and I really liked it. And then the whole review, she's just like being like, it's I really liked it, but I hated myself for liking it. You'll probably really like it, but you might not really like it. And it's like, just fucking pick a side. Like, don't go into it thinking you're going to hate. Like, I feel like that's like not proper journalism to like start. I'm sorry, I, I'm talking shit. But um, like, it, just, it was just weird for me to hear like, oh, I was prepared to hate it. And I was like, it's not how I want my first review of a movie to go is I was prepared to hate it. Like, it's, it's nice that she liked it. And she like says really nice things. But she, there's also a lot of backhanded compliments, in and I had no idea how to react to it. I was like, "And she also said that it, it was too long." But I'm like, "But the whole point of it is that it's a movie. It's a, it's a feature-length movie. Don't." It, I just felt like she was, uh, um, being uh, dismissive. Where can I read this review? Uh, I tweeted it. It, 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 it it's, it's nice enough that like, it, like they call me a genius in it. So you know. Oh.
0: Yeah, I mean uh I uh I was prepared to hate it too, Joel. And <laughs> <laughs> uh uh-huh. and here we are. Yeah. Me, your best friend in the whole world. Let me see this. Oh, uh it was uh uh Parton and Pearl. That's um that's Trisha Black's thing, right? But it might not have been her that wrote it, right?
1: No, it was somebody else.
0: But I, I know this, yeah. Yeah, they they call you a genius right off the top. Not bad.
1: Joel admiston genius.
0: Might be a genius. <laughs> yeah, it says it's the most lazy and the most hardworking thing they've ever seen.
1: It's like, all right. <laughs> it's like okay, uh, um yeah it's just a lot of stuff like that but that's that's it's okay i don't care it's a i'm 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 not i'm not uh too precious about these sort of things i mean
0: that that isn't a backhanded compliment though either because like when you look at something like this if you were to watch it and be like okay this um like you think about like Pixar and stuff like that. If you're thinking about like other because it's more I guess how in the long in the lines of animation, right? Mm-hmm. Just based off of how it goes. So if you're to look at it and look at like Pixar, you might be like, whoa, this uh um they they didn't try might be the first thought that you come into your mind, but that's a wrong thought because of how ambitious it is and how much time you did put into this and how much time it would take to get everything that you got into this. So I do think that that is a not a backhanded compliment. I think that is that is true. I think that when you think about what this is, it's incredibly ambitious. And you might not think that at first, but like just realize what this is. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I'm not back in and complimenting you now.
1: No, 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 no. I, I understand. It it I it, it it is like I'm not filming anything. I'm not like I, I understand what that that comment means. Yeah, and I, I get it. I, I'm not I'm I I more worried about it being like the conversation of Oh, it's just this thing that this guy did and he put a lot of work into it, but that's all it is. Instead of it being, like, I want people to be surprised at how real it is, you know?
0: Right. Yeah, I mean, um, I think this is thinking that you might be psychologically deranged.
1: Yeah, I'm unhinged.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, I think, Joel, that... We've talked about this movie. We've talked about your perspective. We really were a lot of uh, spoiler free the whole time, which I wanted to keep to because I want people to watch this movie. And I, I want hope people to watch it.
1: Yeah, I hope people watch it. You can watch it on my YouTube. I should have said that at the beginning before it went. Well, we'll have a link
0: in the description of uh, the podcast directly
1: absolutely, to it as well. Absolutely.
0: So uh, don't you worry about that, Joel. I'll have that link for everyone in the description of the podcast.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, for an update on Ozzy's hog. Yes, please. Oh, God, God. Did we, did we get a, a message back from him? Well, um,
0: Joel, we have not. Um, unfortunately, we might have to tip him. I, I explained this last week on yeah. the podcast. I'm, to I'm
1: sure. willing to pitch. I'm willing to pitch.
0: I think that uh, we got to do a tip for it to go to the top of his feed. His uh, OnlyFans is popular, Joel, and it's popping off. He's sending me videos all the time, asking me to pay for these things. Uh, Deep throats, cream pies, (laughs) um, everything you can think of with the Oz man. He said, I think recently he sent younger ones. So you could get like young videos of. Ozzy. Not like young, young, but like, you know, your survivor thoughts of Ozzy, you know? Wow. Spry Ozzy. Okay. So you don't have to just see aging Ozzy. You can see him when he was in his prime on Survivor
1: doing these things as well. Yeah, like Game Changers Ozzy. That's what I'm picturing. It's just like like him off the boat, like Puffy Ozzy at the beginning of Game Changers. (laughs) No, his prime, like, uh, Uh, is it Cook Islands? Is that the name of that one? First one. That's that's his first one. That's yeah. when he's cl- when he like climbs up the tree and shit. Yeah,
0: that's uh, that's the Aussie we want, or we want the uh, yeah. mean to Cochrane Aussie.
1: Yeah, I would um, love to see a video of naked Aussie yelling at Cochrane,
0: <laughs> <laughs> just um, doing his cream pies while insulting Cochrane.
1: I bet he's still resentful that Cochran flipped on him. That year. I
0: mean, I'm trying to get to the bottom of it for us, Joel, but we're not able to. He's not. What responding. should we tip?
1: I'm I'm down to do it together. What? How much should we tip? We got to uh, do at
0: least five dollars, I think, which is five dollars American. So we'll probably come to about seven or something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll put it I'll put it in there. I'll put it in the uh, atmosphere. Yeah, because. We need the answers from Ozzy here, and the subscription's starting to run out. We don't have much more time, and he's probably going to start raising prices then, the more popular this gets. Then, t- looks like Joel froze. He got so steamed up and mad about this Ozzy situation that he just froze. And has oh, he's back. Um, do it right now. Tip him right now and send the message? Yeah. I don't have my computer with me. Should I go and get it? Will you stall while I get my computer? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Stall, Joel. Um,
1: well, yeah. I mean, I hope if you watched Elfing Around, uh, let me know, and uh, we can uh, chat about it if you'd like, if, if you're a listener and you, you uh, watch the movie. Um, I... Uh, I'm, I mean, I hope it didn't come off near the end there like I'm bitter about a review or bitter about whatever. I, I, I am very excited uh, about this movie, and I hope people like it. I hope people see it. Uh, it currently has 150 views on YouTube, which is, you know, great. I, I, but, uh, like, I, I have high hopes for it. I hope that it can get more than that. I hope that the, it it rises mm-hmm. at this rate. Uh maybe even a more uh faster rate. Um if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't know. I that's the the validation I I I'm I'm hoping to get from this is that a lot of people watch it and a lot of people like it.
0: Um Are you answering my questions now that I've left?
1: I I'm just kind of getting into what a, what my hopes are for the movie and just uh, thinking out loud now, I'm I gotta say, I'm just a little anxious and just I just want people to see it. I want I want it to okay. make some sort of a splash.
0: Okay, Mike, my, my questions are sticking with you. What questions? Whatever, Joel, you're here answering my old questions. I was asking you,
1: oh, about fear, yeah, <sighs> yeah, the fear is that nobody will see it, sure.
0: Okay, so um, here here's what Ozzy sent me last. Uh, So I got three new messages from him. Full frontal photo set just out of the shower. It looks like my workout starting to show a little bit. I hope you enjoy the hard work I'm putting in for you. It's only going to get better and better. Thanks for the support.
1: Okay, are you going to buy any of these?
0: uh $4.20 if you want Aussie's penis out of the shower. Um deep throat cum shot facial, $11.
1: Jesus. Um that's insane. Uh no.
0: <laughs> New nude model, modeling at the age of 20. These were shot on film and included a black and white photo book called Man of Nature. This was my first time modeling nude for a photo or a photographer. I had no idea what I was doing. I used to nude model a lot in college for art classes, where they give you a pose you have to hold for a few hours. I wish I had photos from those days. I look so different; it's really crazy. It was a lifetime ago. I hope you all enjoy twenty-year-old
1: Ozzy. I bet people. I bet that fucking well, like, that explodes. Like that's gonna be insane. Like he's gonna make so much money off of that. I mean, it's only
0: five dollars. He's he's really not charging a lot for this.
1: Well, maybe it's, you know, it's it's just pictures. If it was a vid, if it was like a 20-year old Aussie like I don't know, you know, fucking bl- blowing his load or whatever on a coffee table or something, then sure. But uh
0: Okay, so I lined up the $5 tip for him. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Do I send the same message I sent before?
1: Yeah, ask him if he still keeps in touch with Coach.
0: Um, but we want to know about the resentfulness towards Cochran, no? Oh,
1: right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask about that, yeah. Okay. So. Uh, do you still keep in touch with Cochran? We think that he. he screwed you over. I think he screwed you over.
0: Um never betrayed you. I think he should have never betrayed you. Do you still keep in touch with Cochrane? I think he should have never betrayed you. Also, nice cock. Is that what right. we're doing? Yes, yes. Same yes. message. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you almost feel this time. I feel like he
1: might see it. Yeah, so, like I feel worse about it. <laughs> also, nice cock. Uh, is your name Cody on there? Maybe make it a girl's name.
0: Uh, no, my name isn't Cody on here.
1: You're not but, gonna say what it is.
0: Uh, no, I. It's uh, it's John Claude Van Damme. <laughs> Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> what if he thinks it's the actual Jean Claude Van Damme?
1: <laughs> He's like, Hey, Jean Claude, big fan. I love knockoff.
0: Um, so do you still keep in touch with Cochrane? I think he should have never betrayed you. Also, nice, yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. That's a tipped message.
0: That's a tipped message. That's a five dollar message.
1: Cool. And if he doesn't, respond next week we'll do 10 10 (laughs) we're
0: just gonna keep up again
1: all right so it's sent
0: and it's confirming my credit card i have a (laughs) only fans charges for aussie going to my credit card there you go (laughs) What a life we live!
1: I'll I'll give you two fifty. I'll pay for your bus sometime.
0: Oh, God, Joel! What what have we become?
1: I want to know. This is this is good coverage. We've never had an actual interview with a Survivor player on the show. Yeah, this is our exclusive interview. Oh, uh, we can't. I think like, I think so many other uh, Survivor podcasts try to be family friendly. You know, like yeah. you can listen to none it in of the them are with your kids.
0: None of the other Survivor podcasts have complimented Ozzy's hog before. I should have said nice hog, but no. Like being vulgar
1: is outrageously. Oh, is next week the uh, the season finale of? Uh... Um, Mass Singer
0: yeah there's only four left I think it might be so we were worried that I wouldn't be home uh, or like I wouldn't be here I'd be gone for the holidays for the finale of Mass Singer but I think next week might be the finale yeah but also this show it keeps on not being on certain weeks and stuff like I have no idea what's going on
1: yeah they don't tell us
0: yeah, it doesn't say, like, at the end of the... We're taking a break next week. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, just mass Singer, baby. You know what it is, but I don't. Sometimes it's on Thursdays now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. Yeah. But also, I'm I, this season, I'm
1: wrong every time, Joel. You notice it's that? It's not a very good season. You'd think this season would be good for celebrities, but I think maybe a lot of celebrities were afraid of the virus. Yeah, I mean, it did have
0: it did have some big ones, right? Like Bob Saget, that's a good get. Mickey Rourke's a good get. And Busta is a good get. But I think that might be it, right? Is there a, Paul
1: Anka. Paul Anka's pretty big.
0: Yeah, Paul Anka. Did you did you uh and uh Michael Blazo talk about Paul Anka a lot?
1: No, we didn't even fucking talk about him last week when he got unmasked. <laughs> he was <laughs> He was pretty much the only thing we talked about. By the way, uh, thank you for waking up this morning.
0: Yeah, well, we didn't really uh, touch on how uh, Joel thought I was dead, for sure.
1: Yeah, I, th- I thought he was dead. I thought he was either dead or going to be really mad at me for recording without him.
0: Yeah, I know. I, I'm completely okay with it. I I mean, I slept for 14 hours. My phone died in the middle of the night. Uh, So I didn't get my alarm because my phone was dead. I have no idea what happened. I wake up and uh, luckily, I guess, uh, right before our other recording, because Joel was uh, guest hosting the episode of Spook that comes out on Monday. Actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. cool. Um, Great. So I woke up just in time for that, like literally just in time, like five minutes before that recording. I was up. Right. And I remember rattled.
1: <laughs> like it's, just, it's funny because there, there's like, it's, it's fine with me. Like, but we had like a guest, like Michael, like I kind of like fucked up and like, didn't get him on uh, a couple times. Like I, I dropped the ball with like scheduling with him a couple times. So like, I felt so bad having him on a zoom call and waiting for you. And he was like, Hey, I can wait till around, I have all day. And I was like, no, 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 we're going to do this now. Like, I was like, I just felt so bad for like stringing him along. (laughs) If it was like anybody, I like, uh, maybe not anybody else, but like, because it was Michael and he's like, you know, he's got a pretty big podcast and he's a a good comedian and all this stuff. I was like, I feel so bad for like kind of stringing him along. We need to, we need to get, (laughs) we need to just record this fucking episode. (laughs) Well, he's a writer on an Emmy winning show, Joel. Which we discussed briefly.
0: Oh, briefly. I'm glad I was going to discuss it the whole time.
1: (laughs) Well, we talked about how Dan Levy would would probably host uh, Mass Singer Canada. (laughs) I mean, after one season, all the stars are gone. What do you mean?
0: Of Mass Singer Canada? For who would actually go on it?
1: Oh, oh, all the all the big Canadian celebrities. You, you mean?
0: Yeah, you run through Brent Butt, Ron James, Eugene Levy, Catherine O'Hara,
1: Elvis Stoiko,
0: Elvis Stoiko, Pinball Clemens. I guess you got you got more hockey players you could put on there too. I guess. Hockey players. CFL oh, I'd, players, I'd love yeah. to see uh, Mario Lemieux. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is he
0: not dead? Um I wow that would be sad if i found out this way <laughs> I don't think he is He's
1: not that old Did he Somebody's die Somebody's dead Somebody's dead is is uh, there's a, uh, some Philadelphia. is Eric Lindros dead Eric
0: I don't know I might have repressed if that's true There's I would be shocked if Mary LeMieux is dead
1: No Eric Lindros is alive too
0: Yeah, and so is Mario Lemieux I don't know why you would spell this Mario is only 55 years old Now Really? Yeah He's younger than my dad? Yeah Lindros is also 47 Phil Esposito's alive too What the hell? Who's dead? I don't know, Joel I don't know what you're talking about Is Matt Sandin
1: dead? we're just gonna search
0: every single hockey player and find out who's dead
1: i just feel like one of the hockey players i knew about growing up is dead now no matt sundin's alive at 49 (laughs) wade belak he's dead right
0: i don't think so joel i don't think any of these people are dead
1: wade Wade belak's dead wade belak's dead What? Wade Belock is dead, yeah. He died at the age of thirty-five. What the hell? Yeah. How'd that happen? Um he He would have still been playing. He 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 killed suicide.
0: Yeah. Oh geez. What a way to end this podcast.
1: (laughs) We could talk for a while now, try and cheer people up.
0: Oh no! Uh, we got
1: players killed themselves.
0: We it's gotta, okay. we gotta just get out of here quick. Oh my God, Joel! Jesus, how long have we been recording? We've been recording a long time too. How
1: long have we been recording? I don't know. Like how long have we?
0: Doesn't say. I think we've been recording over an hour. Jesus. I mean, the last thing we talk about is a guy's suicide. It's
1: okay. I mean Well, you can follow us at merge boot. Yeah. And uh uh again, watch the movie if you haven't. And if you if you have watched it and you liked it, give a tweet or um an Instagram or something like that. It'd be nice. Yeah, that would be nice.
0: Yeah, tag Joel. He'll uh he'll uh regram it. You always regrams? I do. I'm a I I I like to 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 regram. You're do you have a 100% regram
1: guarantee? No. If you're if you're if, if I click your profile and you're a Trump supporter or you're sharing weird shit, I probably won't retweet or regram you.
0: Oh, if they tag you in it though?
1: Yeah. If it, yeah, I mean uh, I somebody on Twitter tweeted about the movie today and I looked at their profile and I was like hmm, geez, thank you for the support, but I don't want to like endorse you knew your... them? No.
0: Oh, really? Just a stranger?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's Twitter, you know.
0: People
1: hey, people are loving it, Joel. Yeah, man. Yeah. You should have uploaded the video of this uh Zoom recording to YouTube. Why are you going to put it on YouTube? No, we should make maybe. I feel like we might get a lot of uh, watches if we upload uh, the video to YouTube, though. Maybe make like a, a merge boot YouTube page. Merge tube, merge tube, not bad. Oh, Joel,
0: you is tube. Well, thank you all for listening check out joel's movie yeah we love you
1: we love you bye